0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Are you looking for some good, clean positivity? Good. Me neither. I'm Maddie Murphy, and I host The Bad Broadcast, a weekly comedy podcast dedicated to talking about everything we love to hate. I searched my whole life to find my passion. Little did I know I had been practicing my true talent every single day, complaining, complaining. Join me every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Bad Broadcast to answer our weekly questions and for a chance to be featured on the show. See you there. you guys oh oh Vanderpump Rules if you don't watch Vanderpump Rules get on it season one I don't know who's listening that's been around since I named myself VPR ambassador when I started binging Vanderpump Rules in like 2016 or 17 I was years late but I had so much passion about it and I was just like anybody that didn't watch this show and as an idiot like me, get fucking on it because it is the wildest show in the history of reality television, in my opinion. Basically, Ariana and Tom Sandoval confirmed their relationship in 2014. Yes, there was a little bit of messiness there because... Sandoval was dating Kristen Doty, who, you know, was kicked off the show a few seasons ago. He was dating her at the time. They were super young, though. So the messiness is more understood. You know what I mean? But it was also not the same situation for a lot of people are saying, oh, why was, you know, it okay when Ariana and Tom got together, you know, Uh, and supposedly, I mean, Kristen thought back then that Ariana and Tom like cheated. Like that Tom cheated with with Ariana and Kristen, but that was never that was never confirmed. But they were young. And also Kristen had just slept with fucking Jax in the living room while Tom was sleeping. Okay. Cut two. They're together for so many years. 2014, that's almost 10 years. Okay. That's a lot. Ariana never really wanted to get married. Ariana never really wanted to have kids, though she did reveal um in 2021 that she did freeze her eggs. She said, it doesn't mean she's jumping on the baby train. She just wants to have agency over her body and her future. But I love Ariana. She always does what she wants to do. She doesn't succumb to the peer pressure. She, you know, leads your own path. And you know what? Even, and I look back and I was always like, oh my God, but what if Tom wants kids? And like, you know, she doesn't want kids. Like, how are they still together? Like it'll cause a rift in the future. And like, why wouldn't she just marry him? He loves her so much. Now I'm like, damn, she probably was listening to some inner intuition we didn't fucking even know about. And listen, all the dudes on Vanderpump are cheaty and gross, right? Jax, cheaty. James, cheaty. Schwartz even seemed like such a sweetie, cheaty. Sandoval was the only man left standing that like we thought, okay, he's cringe. Okay, he like is playing in a band and paying people to fucking play in the band. He, you know, is all the things that maybe we wouldn't want in a dude, but he loves Ariana and Ariana's his peach or dumpling or whatever he calls her. You guys, this is wild. He also spends his money really wildly. He even helped James plan an engagement for Raquel. He basically planned it and, and spent like $12,000 of his own money in 2021. James and Raquel break off their engagement And then in the summer of 2022, and now this is alleged, but Sandoval and Raquel allegedly begin an affair. Okay, these are sources that spoke to both page six and people. What's really wild here and thrown into the mix is in August of 2022, while Schwartz and Katie are divorcing, Raquel and Schwartz share a kiss during Brock and Sheena's wedding in Mexico. Now we see this played out before the kiss on this season of Vanderpump rules, like Raquel is being egged on by Sheena to hook up with Schwartz and she's into Schwartz and she's being a fucking sociopath by telling Katie to her face like, yeah, I want to hook up with him. Yeah. I went up to him and like told him I want to hook up all these moments that are you like, are you okay? Like people have called you dumb and I've defended you and said like, Oh my God, I feel so bad for you. But here you are like being so inappropriate and just like not respecting boundaries. Katie doesn't need to be your best friend for you not to be a dick and try to hook up with her dude and tell her like, that's just fucking weird. So if that wasn't weird enough and we weren't angry enough watching this play out on this season of Vanderpump rules, we find out this past weekend that this whole time, this whole time, whole time. That's a Mrs. Doubtfire reference. This whole time. It's been Sandoval. And Raquel, now we don't know for sure. And Sandoval in his statement says that Schwartz didn't know. But then how fucking weird if Schwartz didn't know. And also he wasn't a decoy and he actually hooked up with Raquel while Sandoval was hooking up with Raquel. That is like messiness on a level that one cannot comprehend. In January, there were rumors that Sandoval and Ariana are having an open relationship. Ariana said, we don't have an open relationship. I'm really not that cool. Thought that was obvious. So, and she even said bisexual doesn't equal polyamorous. By the way, that tweet has been deleted. And also we see in the previews of this season of Vanderpump Rules that Sheena comes up to Sandoval and says people think you're in an open relationship. So something is coming this season. We still don't know what it is. Okay. I mean, it's just cringy because all the interviews now looking back, you know, Sandoval in the beginning of March on March 1st, literally, you know, uh, page six, asked them what the secret is behind him and Ariana being the most stable relationship in Vanderpump rules. He says, we definitely have our up and ups and downs, but we respect each other and they have each other's backs in a reasonable way. That doesn't sound too romantic. So in the evening of March 1st, Ariana and Sandy are still are still together. They're spotted kissing at a gig for a stupid band, Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras. She was supporting his new single. She had no idea any of this was happening behind her back. This is the night that Ariana finds out about the affair. You guys, I mean, this is just insane. Raquel has also been going on podcasts recently and just talking about the Schwartz thing, basically condoning it saying, you know, Katie was never my friend and Ariana and Sheena are the closest people to me. Just, you know, cringy. She also has talked in interviews about how Sandoval has been a friend to her really fucked up. I want to tell you about March 3rd because this is bizarre as fuck. I'm watching the latest episode of Vanderpump Rules. I'm watching the scene where Katie goes to dinner with Ariana and Raquel and Raquel tells Katie like a fucking weirdo to her face that she asked Schwartz to hook up. Ariana's sitting there. Basically, Ariana even told Raquel like, wow, Raquel, I didn't think you had it in you. And Ariana wasn't the highlight of this episode at all, but something in me like made me stop, pause the fucking series, turn on my Instagram story and say, you guys, I fucking love Ariana. Ariana. Let's give Ariana some love. Like Ariana's the fucking best. She's so fucking cool. She's such a good friend. She's such a ride or die. Like blah, blah, blah. Okay. Ariana sees my story. She DMs me. I love you. I was like, I love you too. Five minutes later, her Instagram isn't there. I'm getting messages like, wait, did Ariana deactivate her Instagram account? I'm like, oh my God, can't be. Like I go, it's not there. I text her. I text her and I say, Ariana, is everything okay? Because here's the thing, guys, how weird, like to me, like I know I'm putting myself in the equation for a second, but I feel part, like I was part of it for that moment because I just posted her. And then a second later, she goes off the grid. Like, did I cause this? Did people send her mean things? Like I started spinning. Um, I'm not going to tell you the rest of our text messages because that's, um, you know, private. But I will tell you that before it broke, this was Friday at one fifty p.m. I said, Ariana, is everything okay? Your Insta went away. She said, I deactivated it. Things are not okay. Dealing with it now, but I'll tell you soon. There are evil people I had close to me that ruined my life and theirs. I mean, if that's not fucking chilling. That was one fifty on Friday. When did the fucking article break? It was very soon after that. I My jaw was to the floor. I thought this was a joke. I thought this was, I mean, so... TMZ reports on that Friday that Maddox broke up with Sandoval earlier in the week after discovering an alleged affair with Raquel cameras started rolling. I mean, Bravo people, Bravo producers didn't, didn't take a moment. And the cast is expected to gather and film to share their reactions to Raquel and Sandoval's affair. Everyone is shook and heartbroken for Ariana they have been having problems for a while, but this was the final straw. She put up with a lot over the years, but I mean, she's done. Obviously she's fucking done. Now let's say another thing. Katie was supposed to come film, watch what happens live this week and canceled. And nobody really knew why until, okay, this is why, because this happened and they have to film. Needless to say, everyone is team Mariana. I mean, the castmates have gathered around her. They have posted for her. Everyone who knows them a little bit have been just so vocal about how gross it is, how low it is of both Sandoval and Raquel. Sandoval was photographed packing his bags into a car and he even kept his show in Anaheim You know that night and people went and he did say to the crowd, have you ever been one of the most hated people in America? I mean, and then you guys, everything that's been coming out since, which is that she was sleeping in the guest room and Sandoval was fucking her while Ariana was at home, that they were matching lightning bolt necklaces to show their love. Now footage is coming out of her at his shows. Even from December, she's standing in the front row and she's singing and he's singing to her. And you just see a romantic relationship. Also, if you don't know how Ariana found out, apparently she was at his show, saw his phone fall out of his pocket on stage, picked it up from the stage so that he doesn't lose it and saw on his phone a video. He basically screen recorded them having FaceTime sex or something and Raquel touching herself and Ariana found it on the phone. Now, these are details that haven't been confirmed yet, but allegedly Ariana knew Sheena was with Raquel in New York because they had just filmed Watch What Happens Live. Ariana called Sheena to like confront Raquel and say, what the fuck were you doing? And apparently and allegedly, Sheena attacked Raquel. Okay. That's what's been going around. Those are the rumors. We don't fucking know if that will know. Okay. Wild. You guys know about Sandoval's statement. He's pretty much in the statement, doesn't apologize to Ariana, doesn't apologize even to Raquel or just saying, maybe don't kill the bitch, you know? He basically is just like, stop, you know, coming for my family and my business. Please leave them out of it. Now, I feel different differently than you guys about it. I know a lot of you, you know, would want to torch Schwartz and Sandy's. I feel like if you don't want to ever go there, don't ever go there. Like boycott it. I don't care. But people were going on Yelp and just writing reviews without having gone gone to the place. And that, I think, is just fucked up. Like, I'm just like a straight kind of gal. Like, Yelp reviews are supposed to be real, you know, about the place and the food. That's what I don't like. You want to never go in your life. Fine. You want to like hate on it to your friends and say don't go there. Of course, like do that. But don't write fake Yelp reviews like get a life if you're doing that get a fucking life. But obviously, I mean, it goes without saying we're team Ariana. It goes without saying, by the way, that I am happy for Ariana. I think she's such a cool girl. I thought it since the moment she came on the show. Too cool for everyone. Too cool to be on the show. Honestly, Good fucking riddance. Like, this is a blessing in disguise. I truly believe it. I know she's in the trenches. I know she's hurting, but I also know the country has rallied around her. Like, wow, the love she's getting. And it makes me happy, but also makes me sad because I know I've spoken to Ariana about this also in the past and on my podcast. And personally, like, she didn't always feel like she got the most love. You know, I remember when Stasi was on the show and Stasi was like the most famous. Ariana never felt like she was getting the most love as a cast member. But look now, look at all the love she's getting now. It's like amazing. But do we have to wait till someone's at this point in their lives to show them love? Maybe let's show love to people all the time, all the fucking time. But she deserves it. She deserves everyone rallying around her. She deserves the love that she's getting. I'm really happy that after she gets out of, you know, the sadness and mourning the relationship and the lying and the deceiving. I mean, it's going to take a while because she's going to have to watch it on the show and, you know, all this shit. But she's going to be better for it. Like she's going to move on. She's going to find a good guy or girl and have some fun. I mean, imagine Katie, Lala, and Ariana fucking single. I mean, that's a fucking Vanderpump season. We'd love to watch. I will also say this, and people will probably disagree with me. I hope Raquel is strong enough to lay in the bed she made because my gut says she's not. And I really also hope that the internet aims at as much towards Sandoval as they are towards Raquel. I do feel like he's getting hate as well. But when I see a lot about Raquel, I'm just like he's the fucking I mean, she's a fucking dick, but he let's let's aim most of the hatred at him, even though she I mean, what? Ugh, I mean, we thought James was toxic. Like, what is up with this girl? I mean, I almost feel bad for her because it's like what is wrong with you? Like, actually, what's wrong with you? Like, what issues do you have that you would do this? And like, wh- where are we trying to get to in life? A lot of people are saying and reports are saying that they're actually in love, that they want to be together. Other reports are saying that, you know, she's getting a PR team together and she's going to spin this whole thing and leave Sandoval and say that she was, you know, tricked and she's the victim. But I guess we shall see. You guys are always asking me for my base, B-E-I-S, base luggage. That's Shay Mitchell's chic, affordable, comfortable, amazing, convenient luggage brand. So let me tell you right now, you guys, you go to base travel.com slash not skinny, go to base travel.com slash not skinny and you get 15% off your purchase. So there you have it. But if you want to hear more about base, let me freaking tell you, it's amazing. And for traveling, especially the carry-on is incredible. It's so comfortable. I'm such a mess when it comes to packing and the carry-on has so many different compartments and it's just so sleek and organized that it makes me look like a good packer. And it just makes me feel efficient when I'm going through TSA. It has a padded handle, which is freaking amazing. It comes with a little laundry bag inside. It just is also functional, but it's also freaking chic. Like It looks good. Like You're the girl with the cool freaking suitcase so like i said they have amazing luggage affordable bags and it comes in multiple sizes and colors They also have a weekender bag for shorter trips. It's super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Okay. So right now base B E I S is offering my listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting base travel.com slash not skinny. Go to base travel.com slash not skinny for 15% off your first purchase. That's base B E I S travel.com slash not skinny. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You guys, I lost a lot of hair after a pregnancy. And I remember being a little B about it because I was like, I have so much hair. I don't care if I lose it. But like little did I know that it's not just like losing the thickness, it's losing patchiness like in the front and then baby hairs grow back and it looks really weird. So I told myself I'm going to hop on the train because everyone's saying that it's working and I want my like the in the front. I have like lack of hair, if you will, <laughs> thinning, weakened, breaking. So I started a Nutrafol routine to get that hair to grow back. I've really heard amazing things about Nutrafol. It's the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Okay. So I was just like, I see that it works. I've asked influencer friends that have worked with the brand, like, does this really work? They were like, hell yeah. They show the before and after I'm like, Oh my God. So I just started this week. I can't wait to tell you guys how it's been growing. Oh my God. I wanted to say how it's been going, but I said how it's been growing. Okay. So you guys join me and... You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support my show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering my promo code, not skinny. And you could save $15 on your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere. And it's only available to us customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The promo code is not skinny. I make it very, very a top priority to to talk to you and get in a solo pod in the midst of all these great guests and interviews that I really enjoy doing. I mean, I have to say that my favorite is interviewing people that, you know, obviously it's amazing when I really like want a guest and I and I chase them and I and I finally get them right or someone who's on my dream list. By the way, I see some people being like, oh, you know, you have to have... that." I don't have to have anybody on my podcast. Sometimes it's me reaching out to them. Sometimes I do get guest pitches because actors want to promote their shows. Networks want to promote, you know, different things. But obviously, it's up to me if I want to have that person. And for example, with Steve Howie last week's episode, it was like, oh, my God, did it cross my mind to ask Steve Howie on my podcast? no did I fucking love him in Shameless and like Bride Wars and you guys know him from Reba and he's just like seems like such an awesome dude. So like that's such an exciting incoming guest pitch which I'm like hell fucking yes. And then it's like you research this person to do this interview and you're like damn they're fucking cool. And yes you guys I am very aware of you know some of you were like did you know he was Yes, I fucking know. So Steve Howie, who was on my podcast last week, and if you didn't listen last week, stop this right now. Go back and listen to it. It's such a good one. I promise you. Also, if you don't have time to listen to a podcast, I highly recommend 1.25 speed because it's amazing and it just makes it go quicker. Totally get the time limits on how long you have. Sometimes you're in the car and you just have a 20 minute drive, whatever. Anyway, my point is it was such a fun interview to get to know him and like You know, just I don't know if my faith in men is like really low, but like when a dude is like deep and has substance and like emotions and like a high emotional intelligence, I'm like, oh, my God, like wins me over, wins me over. And of course, you guys, I know he is the ex of Sarah Shahi, who is in Sex Life. They just came out with a new season as he is coming out with his new show, True Lies on CBS. And I'm very aware that, you know, the mother of Steve Howie's three kids, Sarah Shahi, is now dating, you know, the lead man in sex life, Adam Demos, who uses a prosthetic. Steve doesn't use a prosthetic in Shameless, by the way. Heard huge, huge, you might need to go back and, you know, confirm that was a part in the interview where I had to throw something in. But listen, the timeline seems sus. The timeline seems very Olivia wild. Harry Styles, uh, Jason Sudeikis situation. Also, if you listen to the podcast, you heard that he said the mother of his children was stuck in Canada for six months when the border was closed during COVID. And he also said that he had suffered hair loss, alopecia areata, which by the way, I had as well. Any autoimmune thing, like I feel like throw it on me. Like my body loves like fight its own fucking shit. Anyway, in my mind, as he's telling me this, as he's telling me, you know, his hair is falling out because of the alopecia because he's with his kids for six months, which, which I know a lot of you were like, boohoo, single moms do it every day. But like you guys, his hair was falling out because the fact that his wife was fucking Adam Demos Demos, and his marriage was falling apart. Like that's my, I, by the way, I have no, no one told me this with Olivia Wilde. Like I did expect to see you guys that I did know for a fact, a few things here. I don't, the timeline is just sus AF, like They get divorced right as like sex life comes out. You know, he said himself she was stuck in Canada for six months. A lot of fucking marriages fell apart in COVID. And I feel in actor world, if someone was on set and you're in a bubble on set because you can't leave or, you know, whatever, because you're in a bubble and you can't come back with the disease, then people just fucking started fucking their co-stars and and whatever so that definitely seems to me like what had happened with Steve and Sarah they were super in love I mean go back in time they have three beautiful kids and he just seems like such a good guy and such a good father and like I might love him and he might have like complimented me a few times in the interviews might have you know been a really big moment for me listen I'll tell you this I noticed and this is what I thought about when I got excited when he said I look in the color purple and oh it was cut out in post yeah that part didn't make it in but he also called me attractive. And like, I look like Billie Eilish, not that I'm counting the compliments. I don't get to interact with uh, people from the opposite sex. Okay. I don't. My followers are 98% women. The 2% are either gay dudes or dudes that their wife forces them to follow me. So no interaction with the male sex. I don't get to go to work and like have any sort of, you know, interactions usually. So I just realized, wow, this is different for me to interview a dude. And it's just different. You know, I'm with husband for 12 years, I think. And I don't have other male interaction. So it's like a kid in a candy shop. It's like a very weird situation for me. I'm like not used to it. I get all weird. But anyway, it was a really good interview. Go listen and listen with the subtext of what I think is, you know, 90% true that his marriage was broken because of, I'm assuming his his ex-wife meeting Adam Deimos on Sex Life. They're now so in love. And those captions like that she puts on Instagram, like, with Adam, it's like, you were, you know, the only one that's ever been meant for me. Then like, what was Steve fucking chopped liver? Like, that's how I would feel like, okay, you got divorced, whatever. And you could be like, now I'm in love with this guy. But like, I hate when divorced people or broken up people make it sound like their previous relationships didn't happen. It like hurts me for them. By the way, weird as shit. So podcast comes out on Tuesday, right? I'm promoting it, promoting it. Steve is all over my fucking stories. Next day, guess who starts following me? Not only Steve, but also Sarah Shahi. Swear to fucking God. Like an hour apart from each other. By the way, they don't follow each other. So is she like stalking him? Like, I don't know. I feel like I was like caught in some like Hollywood shit. These are the things I fucking live for. I hope you know. I fucking live for. I was like, oh my fucking God. Should I have her on the pod? I don't know. Anyway, lots to talk about this week. So I wanted to talk to you guys. I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't know why my podcast feels like a safe space for me. Where, like, not that Instagram is and Instagram definitely is, but with my podcast, I'm like, okay, here we can really like talk, even though like a lot of people are fucking listening right now. But I feel like it's just that you have more time to express yourself and what you think and everything. So, two huge things I want to talk about. One was the Ozempic situation, which like, husband started calling me Ozempic and not because I look skinny, but because he says I won't shut the fuck up about it. And he's actually the one that was like, why are you talking about this? Every time you talk about it, it gets you in some sort of trouble. And it looks like you're obsessed. It looks like weird already. And I'm like, okay, I am obsessed. Like, I don't know why. And then literally the day I said I would stop talking about it, this documentary on Hulu comes out about Ozempic. They use a clip from my fucking podcast with Remy Bader where she talks about having gone on it before kind of anyone was on it. And the fact that she gained all the way back when she got off of it, that made a lot of waves. So that was in this documentary on Hulu about Ozempic at the same time somebody on instagram gg something posted that she's on ozempic she was like i'm taking my skinny shot at the same fucking time the cut or new york magazine write another article about it and i'm like i said i want to talk about it uh exploding exploding inside but this girl on instagram it was really funny i i want to apologize actually to mindy kaling because that wasn't cool of me i didn't like that i did that and listen I am not a curated Instagram account or curated podcast where anything is written out for me. I just post my thoughts. And a lot of times, yes, I do take a second to think like, is this cool? Is this not cool? And I saw a, you know, a photo of Mindy Kaling. She was being honored actually at an award uh, show and she looked super skinny. And I posted it and fucking kind of insinuated that she was on Ozempic. Oh my God. By the way, I type in Mindy Kaling to Google and it says Mindy Kaling weight loss, Mindy Kaling Ozempic. Those are the two fucking first things. But listen, I understand that we don't want to speculate about women's bodies. I totally get it. You know, I've seen people speculate about me that I'm on Ozempic. It doesn't offend me actually. Like, I think it's the opposite of offensive, actually. But I think that, obviously, if it's not true, speculation is fine. But, like, obviously, don't say that you know. And I wasn't saying that I know. I'm just... I have speculated that she was on it, as I have speculated about most of Hollywood. But I do want to apologize. I'm obsessed with Mindy. I love her work. I love her show. That wasn't cool of me to post. And I wish I hadn't. So she went to the PGAs. She got the Norman Lear Award. B.J. Novak made the speech for her. He basically admitted in that speech that like they were in love and like had a toxic relationship during the office times. And it was beautiful. I mean, I, again, do regret kind of pointing out that I think she's on Ozempic, That caused kind of a spiral. Obviously, a lot of people were like, yes, a lot of people were like, that's not cool. A lot of people were like, oh, she might need it. So it's like, "Okay, totally to all those things. And then I was in my mood. So I kind of posted after that, like, you guys stop acting like this is, like, taboo. Like, everyone's on Ozempic. Get the fuck over it. Then this account on Instagram said I was on Ozempic. But, like, not speculated, you guys, which is fine. This account on Instagram, like, posted, took my screenshot of my story about this. And was like, Amanda Hirsch, like, finally confirmed. She's on MG100Z, uh, Semaglutide, fucking Ozempic, whatever. And I'm like, are you okay? Like, you're confirming I'm on some fucking shit? So I DM her like literally that, like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm okay. And I was like, how are you saying this? Like, it's not true. And she was like, conjecture. And then I swear to God, you guys had to Google conjecture because I don't know what it meant. And I got really upset because I was like, how is this bitch like confirming I'm on Ozempic? Like, that's so funny. And so like fucked up to confirm. I don't care if you speculate. You can speculate whatever the fuck you want. Don't fucking confirm some shit and say Amanda confirmed. Like, that sounds like insane so i i did write to her and she was didn't give a shit and then actually posted again like yep she's confirmed i'm like and this is getting my blood pr- oh my god it's being gaslit like it was fucking being gaslit like she's on it like i'm like what is happening so that's when like cousin was like enough with this fucking ozempic enough enough and i was like okay you're right like this is crazy And this Instagram girl has documented her experience with Ozempic. She's very for it. And I know that I have been kind of outspoken about it being just wild to me. I don't know. It's not me being against it. It's I think I told my friend this. It's like this is a skinny shot right now for people. And this is, in my opinion, bringing us back to the 90s where everyone wants to be skinny. And I really thought that we have come away, you know, from that. And Accepted all bodies and wanted all types of bodies and presented all types of bodies. And now we're just okay with going back in time and everyone wanting to be skinny. And I don't I don't understand why it's so hard for people to understand my POV, which is like if you need it for any kind of medical reason, even if it's not diabetes, which it was meant for. But if anything else, if it's obesity, if it's binge eating, whatever, then okay, I don't condone it. Personally, for people that are want to lose five, 10 pounds, I've been told by so many fucking people they were offered it. It's fucking insane. Like when they wanted to lose pregnancy weight, like had just given birth. My friend just told me that her husband, who is, by the way, fucking fit, told his doctor he was like six pounds overweight. Doctor offered him a sample. It's just a crazy thing to me like wh- what time are we living in and the philosophy that I really thought we are at a different time in life right now I don't understand why it's so hard for people to understand why people go crazy when it comes to weight stuff people lose it people aren't able to talk about it I don't get it I don't get it but everyone's talking about it and it's become fucking wildfire the other thing you guys are missing is like not to fucking hashtag show off like I am told a lot of things. So I know for a fact, a lot of people in Hollywood that are on it, that it's wild. Some people that you guys already have assumed that they're on it. So to me, it's just wild to keep on finding out like all these people are on it, whether it's normies or Hollywood people, whether it's people that need it or people that don't need it, they're being offered it by doctors. Med spas are offering it. We don't know the long-term side effects. It's just crazy. So that's on that. That's on Ozempic. You can think whatever you want. You can disagree with me. It's not that serious. I just feel like we went back in time to everyone wanting to be skinny. Oh, and you know what? My friend actually responded to me when I told her that when I was like, listen, I don't have a problem with it. I have a problem with like the fact that I really thought we moved on in life and we're not there anymore. And my friend said to me, or everyone's a fucking hypocrite. Because everyone acts like we the times have changed, but maybe the times fucking haven't changed if this is where we're at. Let's take it back to when I was in high school. I wouldn't get braces because I was way too cool and like wanted to make out with boys. I don't know. So luckily back in the day, they had just come out with aligners, clear aligners. I made my mom get them for me and I messed everything up. I didn't continue to wear my retainer and all my teeth moved back. I knew I was going to make it up to her and restrain my teeth. Cut to, I become, you know, an Instagram girly. And my first partnership is with Bite B-Y-T-E. They make clear aligners and they strain your teeth while you sleep. They were like, do you want to do the nighttime aligners? I was like, hold up. Now you're telling me I can just wear them at night and it'll straighten? I almost didn't believe it, you guys but it freaking worked. My teeth definitely got straighter. If you see the before and after, it's crazy. And I only had to wear them at night. And by the way, now that I'm done with my treatment, I still wear them at night, almost every night so that they don't move back with bite. It's amazing. You do everything at home. You take your first impressions at home. It's super easy. You send them in, they send you back what your plan will look like, how your teeth will get straighter over time. And then you choose if you want to go through with it, which you totally should. You start seeing results in like as little as three weeks and you pay as little as $70 a month or less. Okay. So you guys, it's super easy to get started. Head over to bitebyte.com and use my exclusive code not skinny to order an at-home impression kit for just $14.95. Okay. That's bitebyte.com. Use code not skinny for over 80% off your impression kit. Okay, luckily I I don't know if it's like I don't have a lot of friends or if I'm no one's getting married anymore. I'm too old, but I know a lot of you Bishes have a lot of weddings to go to and I kind of feel bad for you and I kinda wanna make your life easier. So Macy's dot com slash wedding shop. Okay, that's where you get everything you need for a wedding, even if it's your own. Okay. So literally macy's.com slash wedding shop. You got everything there. Springs latest dresses, shoes, jewelry, clutches, and more. And you could pull together a look for every occasion and attention brides to be make your big day. Perfect and stress free with Macy's wedding shop to help you get celebration ready. So that's macy's.com Slash wedding shop. Okay. I also want to say that Macy's, I love you. You have been my home since I was 14 years old. And I would ask my mom to get a new, you know, citizen watch and she would take me to Macy's or I'd want a new pair of Nike running shoes. And we'd go to Macy's and there we would find everything that we need because Macy's has everything from dishes to home appliances to fashion, shoes, jewelry, everything. A one-stop shop. So go to Macy's.com slash wedding shop. Macy's.com slash wedding shop. And get everything you need in one place. Other fucking drama that people are wildly passionate about is Haley V. Selena. Oh my God. Let's just backtrack a little and talk about how this started. Selena Gomez went on TikTok and she's a TikTok girly and she over laminated her brows. She posted it. She's like, oh, my God, guys, what did I do? I over laminated. They were like kind of sticking up. I don't even think it looked bad, but she was like, look what I accidentally did to my brows. Cut to a couple hours later. I don't know the timeline exactly. Kylie posted a bunch of photos from her studio. You know that like pink backdrop she has at Kylie Cosmetics. She posted a bunch of photos. Okay, like five. Out of the five or like the six, one of them had her with a selfie that was very on Kylie like because it was like kind of unfiltered, kind of like from a lower angle. And she wrote accidentally question mark, question mark, question mark. And that accidentally was written over her eyebrow that got people, you know, tick conspiring that this was shade at Selena's eyebrow. Cut to another hour later, Kylie posted a FaceTime snapshot of her and Haley Bieber and the focus in this picture was their eyebrows, both of their very sculpted eyebrows. Okay. This drove people into a goddamn frenzy that Haley and Kylie are shading Selena's eyebrows. Okay. Just grasp that for a hot minute. Shading Selena's accidental over laminated, whatever the fuck that means eyebrows. I'll tell you as a 30 almost five-year-old woman, it is just hard for me to believe that anybody would shade anyone's eyebrows. Like I get that there are shades still in the world, but like shading eyebrows did not sound to me like it made sense. But then people, you know, added on, okay, but Kylie posted this accidentally over her eyebrow. I'm like, okay, but Kylie posted five other pictures of this pink backdrop. Let me make it very clear. It seems like the internet is team Selena. It seems like the internet fucking loves to hate the Kardashians and the Jenners. It seems like the internet, there's a lot of Jelena fans out there that still don't get why Justin isn't with Haley. It is a wild out there. Then we have Selena being really active on TikTok around that time. She commented, I love you on this girl's TikTok that was basically calling Haley and Kylie bullies. She commented an old video of Haley Bieber kind of gagging at, Taylor Swift she commented on that saying my best friend aka Taylor Swift is the best and will always be the best she started making waves on TikTok okay this caused you know the selenators and other fans or people that are just team Selena to really kind of be like okay Kylie and Haley are fucking bitches Selena's the victim this caused really an uproar And then Selena took a social media break or so she said she's pretty much back, I think, on Instagram. But maybe she meant she's taking a break from TikTok. She also commented on another TikTok, though, that it wasn't shade and that she's a big fan of Kylie's. Because Kylie commented, you guys are reaching. It wasn't shade. And Selena commented, yeah, like you guys stop. I'm a fan of Kylie's. But she was kind of sending mixed messaging because she was commenting on like I said, a video of uh, a girl saying they are bullies. She did comment on that old, I don't know, is her FYP for you page all Haley hate? Let me tell you what's happening on the fucking internet right now, you guys. Fans are conjuring up old videos of Haley, trying to say that Haley wanted to be Selena. Haley copied Selena in the way she dresses and her tattoos in her cooking show, which like Selena had a cooking show. And that's that's I mean, I see that like she also is doing a cooking show. That's a little weird. But let me just read you something someone wrote. This is everything I've learned off TikTok in the last two days. Hayley Bieber has been doing some really weird things like copying Selena in tons of different ways, including getting the same tattoos at the same spot, uses the same nail tech and makeup artist and hangs out with Selena's friends Every time Selena comes up with something like a cooking show, Haley goes and does the same type of show, copies Selena's interviews almost word for word. They found interviews where Haley says like similar things to Selena. Then she'll post little things on her Instagram that are supposed to be digs at Selena. An example of that that I saw someone post was like, uh, she was at a Justin Bieber concert, and there's that song like my mama don't like you, but she likes everyone. And Haley was like screaming it. And then she said, period, as if she was shading Selena. Then, you know, Selena went on vacation. There were pictures of her in a bikini and people were body shaming Selena. And at the same time, Haley put out a video. It was like a viral TikTok trend saying, I'm not saying she deserves it, but... God's timing is always right. Remember it was with Kendall and people called her out that she was shading Selena. She deleted the video. And then the laminated eyebrows thing happened. Then people have been researching Hailey Bieber and they found out that she used to stalk Justin Bieber before they were together. They found that she tweeted. I mean, you guys know the old tweets that were like, she was a fan of Selena and Justin. She called them like a Royal couple. This girl came out that ran a fan page for, Justin Bieber said that Haley used to message her to find out what hotels and restaurants he was at so she could run into him. A little bizarre, a little bizarre, it's a little weird. I know this isn't a popular opinion. Please don't come for me. No, I am not paid by the Kardashians. I'm not on anyone's payroll. I don't have to say anything that I don't want to. I currently feel bad for Haley. Haley is being torn fucking apart on TikTok, and on social media where there is a universe, just take a second if you're not Team Haley, where Haley is living her life and not shading Selena. And everyone thinks she is. And so many fucking people want her marriage to fall apart. And so many people think she's all these things. Wow. That is fucking awful. I don't think you need to feel bad for Selena. You can be her biggest fan because literally no one's coming for her. Like literally everyone loves her. Literally people wanted her to be the most followed on Instagram. So they unfollowed Kylie and Kylie went down a million followers when they were tied and 10 million more people followed Selena. Like Selena's in terms of love from the world, she's getting it. And meanwhile, Haley is being destroyed for maybe something that she didn't do. Just take a moment and think maybe they just posted a picture together of their eyebrows because their eyebrows looked fucking good. I don't know. Maybe. By the way, if you disagree with me, you're not the only one. I have a good friend that I really look up to and, you know, she gets it. She gets pop culture. We usually agree on everything. We don't agree here. She fully thinks that they were shading her, though. The only thing she doesn't understand about it is how would Haley allow Kylie to post it? And also reminder, Kylie posted it. So the fact that Haley is the one to get most of the shit is kind of unfair because Kylie did post it. So my friend doesn't agree with me. She thinks they did shade her. That's too big of a coincidence. This is what a lot of people think. And I totally respect that. And I can see that angle. I don't know why it's so hard for me to believe. Like, I'm like, oh, and I like they fucking would do that. And also Haley would take the risk and get into like the Selena stuff again. Like it would just be so wild. Anyway, my friend doesn't agree with me, like I said. But the only thing that doesn't add up for her is like, how would Haley approve this? Also, Haley's getting most of the shit. Now, what I want you to think about is this. Okay, let's say they did shade her. You're right. I'm wrong. Okay? Does Haley deserve to be told to go kill herself for her firstborn to die? And that's like not even the worst of it. Just think about that for a second. I think no. <laughs> the amount of comments and this is another thing my friend told me and trigger warning, like right now my friend literally said to me, "If I got those comments, I would kill myself." Okay? The the wildfire that this has caused just just read the comments on any post of hers and any post of her about her like it is brutal out there it is freaking brutal to top that off Kylie Cosmetics literally there was a Newsweek article about it sales have dropped rare beauty sales skyrocketed okay wild. Uh, another thing that's annoying is like when people like to dig deep and and find old videos and whatever, fine. Okay, those exist. Find them, dig them, do what you got to do. Some videos are doctored. Some videos people are saying it's this person, but it's not this person. Here's an example. There's an account that hates the Kardashians, hates Hailey Bieber, hates most women, I think. One of the things that this account posted was a video of a really young Haley mocking what this video is saying is a poster of Selena, except it's not a poster of Selena. It's a poster of Kendall. And Kendall's actually with Haley. And they're both laughing together. And Kendall's saying, like, what's wrong with the photo? And Haley's like, oh, this is not good. This is not good. But it was so easy for someone to just take it right that it's Selena. People don't even take the two extra seconds to say, wait, that's not Selena, because they so want to believe the fucking trash, you know? So if you know what video I'm talking about, you know that if you look two seconds, it's not Selena, it's Kendall. Kendall was, was with her. Another thing a friend said to me and if, uh, said to me, and if she's listening to this, she's going to be like, Oh my God, I give you so much material, which yes, you made me think babe. I was like the wild fandom that Selena has is, is, is crazy. Like they really would die for her. They really would defend her no matter what, no matter the circumstance. And she said, Selena is their Britney. Like we defend Britney, right? We're like, live your life, like free her, like anything she does, it might be crazy. Well, she's, our, she's the Britney of so many people. She might not be my Britney, but she's a lot of people's Britney. So I can get that. I also just want to remind you of a little small fact that we seem to have kind of like dilly-dallied over is Selena dated the weekend right after Bella Hadid. Also a weird timeline there. Kind of murky. Okay. Recently, like a couple days before all of this started, Selena went on TikTok, used the Bella Hadid filter and like sound and was like, I want to be as pretty as Bella Hadid, hashtag girl crush. Now, I don't think my guess is that Bella doesn't like Selena because Selena dated the weekend really close to them breaking up. And that's like girl code or whatever. Bella didn't even repost, Bella didn't comment, Bella didn't respond. So my guess is, you know, and also it's kind of like a weird thing to post, especially since you both dated the same dude. And especially if you're not friends. And also it's it's giving her fans the opening to be like, you're so much prettier, you know. No, like, why would you want to look like Bella? I just feel like it's not a good comparison to make. Also, what did we say? Comparison is not not a good thing. Did that piss off Kylie? And Haley, is that what started all of this? I don't know. I truly hope that all of these girls are well. I think the price of fame is a wild one to pay. And although people are like, they deserve it. They're famous. None of them deserve it. A lot of them even come from like homes where when I think about it, the parents, it makes sense that they're fucked up. You just see a lack of support that the fucked up child stars have at home. And the ones that are okay usually have a really good support system, which obviously you don't need to be a child psychologist to figure out that like you need a good support system in general. So you definitely need it when you're, you know, going through Hollywood and going through fame at such a young age. I just don't appreciate mixed messaging from Selena because I feel like that confuses her fans and like toxic fandoms are real and fans get crazy for the fucking person they love. So if Selena's saying I love you under a fucking reel that is calling other girls bullies, that is giving her legitimacy in calling people bullies. But then you hugged Haley a few months ago and said everything's good. And then you said you're a fan of Kylie and they're not shading you. So why are you writing I love you to fans that are defending you to the point of destroying other women? This needs to stop. Like, It is so wrong, in my opinion. I feel she's a person. She's probably a very sensitive person. And like, I know a lot of you think she's so famous and she has a road and so many people buy her products and she's a model and she's doing all this shit. It doesn't matter. Like, as someone who has a taste of this world, it doesn't matter how many people fucking say they love you. One person fucking hates you. Two people hate you. Three people hate you. You know, those are, that's what sticks. It's just human nature. That's what sticks. And like hers is on such a global level. It's on such an insane level where people are digging up every single piece of her fucking past, making her look like a stalker, psycho, jealous, conniving, bully. And maybe that's not true. I don't think that's true. Okay. I think that people, you know, if you want to talk about gagging at Taylor Swift, okay, she didn't like Taylor Swift. She gagged fucking, you know, when she was, she's 20 fucking four now. How how old was she then? 17? Okay. You know, it fucking happens. Girls don't like each other sometimes. I don't think that's crucifiable. I think that the internet is so quick to judge people and put them on a pedestal where they have to be fucking perfect and never had made mistakes and have done everything in this. Okay. So, you know, she was a fan of Justin's. Okay. How cool is that? That she fucking got to marry him? It's a little weird if she literally stalked him. I need to look into that more. If she literally stalked him to see where he's at and whatever, and then ended up with him. Listen, by the way, I'm not Haley Bieber's number one fan. I'm not running. I didn't even get a fucking road press box. Okay. I fucking posted her smoothie up the wazoo. I didn't get fucking one repost. Okay. She might not like me. I don't think she likes me. So this isn't defending somebody that likes me or whatever. I just it's hard for me to believe that anyone would shade somebody's eyebrows. OK, it is it is. That's my issue. I know a lot of you disagree and that's OK. I just want people to be able to look at both sides. And and also, I think that Selena leaving social media, you know, makes people think she was bullied out of social media, but she wasn't bullied out of social media. You know what I mean? It's just a lot. And these cat fights that get so escalated and get fucking salt thrown on wounds because people are making it so much fucking bigger than it is, is wild. And we should want everybody to be cool and get along and, and give people the benefit of the doubt and assume that maybe they're not being fucking assholes, you know, but like the internet is so quick to make videos and draw conclusions and conjure up old shit. It's just awful. And I don't like it. And I don't like it. I don't fucking like it. Anyway, you think we could talk about something else? I also get so, you know, I feel like just speaking of that about the Kardashians, I because I do the cards catch up show with E, by the way, check it out on YouTube. And we kind of catch up on all things Kardashians once a week. I think that because of that, like I don't post as much of the minutiae about them uh, since the show isn't on. And I still get you know, you're obsessed with the good All you talk about is a good You're out there, dick. You're out there, payroll. And it's just wild. And I'm like, wow, how much do you hate them? And it's so funny. Like whenever E! News posts about them, all the comments are like, enough with this family. Stop showing them. We don't want to see them. Why do they make people so fucking angry? I don't understand. People are so angry about them, yet they're the most famous people in the world. So like, this is what a lot of people are saying with, With the internet nowadays, the people put these people on a pedestal, raise them up so fucking high that they roll the world and then want to tear them down. Why? Why? I did want to just tell you guys before we go about my experience going to a hockey game because I love hockey now and I wish I had the time to research every single player. Husband did not appreciate that the whole game I was just like, "Our hockey players hot? I don't get it. No one's hot here. I don't know, but I kind of get it. I used to think it was gross. They don't have teeth, but I could see it being a turn on they don't have teeth. He didn't appreciate it. I don't know. He's still very I told you guys like primitive. Okay. I'm like, I asked him like when we saw Kelsey Bellarini and Chase Stokes in the fucking suite. Yes, you guys, they were there. I was like, oh my God. And then husband was like, who are they? And then I was like, she's an artist. I don't listen to her music. He's an actor. I don't watch a show. But this is a very fucking big deal. They were all over each other, very PDA. Like he goes to the bathroom, kisses her before he goes to the bathroom, which like cute. Cute. Talk to me in fifteen years plus one kid later. But they're very cute and they were very kind to whoever came up with them. I obviously didn't. I had to pretend I didn't know them because I'm cool. Okay. Also, I couldn't say like love your song, don't know it. Love your show, don't watch it. I know everyone's gonna yell at me. Like listen to her divorce album. Watch Outer Lakes Outlander, Outbanks, Outer Banks. There is a show Outlander. Oh yeah. So I immediately said Hops. Like, do you think she's pretty about Kelsey Bellarini? I won't tell you his answer, but I will say that like, why does he then get upset when I'm like wondering if everyone's hot? But then he told me he doesn't care that I wonder if everyone's hot. He doesn't like when I post it on Instagram and call people hot all the time, whatever that makes him uncomfortable. He more so cares what people think than like what's what's actually happening. So he's a girl. Anyway, it was super cool to go to hockey game. We've been to a couple basketball games and it's cool, but I'm always like on my phone. I don't care. I'm like more into like Celebrity Row and like all the fun shit and the suite and like eating all the food. But this was hockey's very cool. The whole vibe, even walking in and seeing everything ice gives it like just a cool ass vibe. Seeing Chase and Kelsey there together vibe. Liam Neeson, freaking vibe. Skylar Austin was there. Super cool from Pitch Perfect. Might have him on the pod. Let me know what you guys think about that. Oh, my God. Annie Murphy from Shit's Creek was there and she's so hipster and cool and doesn't give a giveaway fuck and I immediately came out when I saw her I was like oh my god Annie love you like love your work I'm obsessed with you and she was like thank you and then the whole time I'm like if I got her to make a boop or o David video with me no I didn't even think of the oh David boop is like what she does in the show and boop is my thing too so oh my god that would have been amazing but never would I do that because if you this is my take. If I meet you and we vibe and we're drinking all night together and we're whatever, and by the end of the day, I'm like, we should do this, cool. I'm not gonna ask you just because you're famous to do something that will look cool on the internet. You know, like I'm cooler than that and I'm more respectful than that. And she was with her hubby, which I didn't know was her hubby, because no words, they're very down to earth. Let's put it that way. They're very down to earth, very chill, like you couldn't wouldn't tell that they're celebs. She didn't even want to be photographed. That's another when I saw. You know, they they take pictures when you're in the audience of famous people. They asked her, they were like, picture. And she was like, no, So she didn't even want a picture. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to really fucking be like, do even though she made an ill David video with AJ McLean, who, by the way, was also on my podcast. So check that episode out if you haven't. But still, I wasn't going to do it. But then we left and we were in the, in the elevator together and it just came out. We were in a but with a bunch of people in the elevator. And I was just like, it's taking everything within me to not boop you right now. And she was like and she laughed and her husband, I didn't know then he was her husband, said, You're doing you're doing great. You're like, you're doing so much better than most people. Cause I was like, the restraint is real. And I left the elevator and as I'm walking out of the elevator, I hear her go, boop. And I was like, ah, and then she was like, ah. So that was a cute moment. And it's a cute story. And it's fucking cooler than being like, Do you want to make a boot video like Maybe let's find the audio. So anyway, that was fucking cool. Thanks for listening. Love you fucking lots. And I'll see you. I'll see you next week. Cool guests next week. Cool fucking guests next week. So excited for you to hear it. Okay. Bye. I'll see you next week. Rate in review. Subscribe. Like it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny, but Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny, but Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate. The podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocharoo. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you next Tuesday.